0: How to be efficient while working from home. A recent study found that 43% of employed Americans spend at least some time working from home. And it seems that trend will continue. One reason is that working from home seems, seems to improve productivity and cut turnover. two big cost issues for businesses. There are pros and cons, of course, but when it comes down to it, when it comes down to the money, it just makes sense. Businesses can save on office space and other expenses, and workers can save on commuting costs and a few other things. That seems to drive the continued evolution. Say you are working from home or will in the future. How do you maintain your efficiency? Here are a few thoughts. Scheduled hours. First question that often comes up regarding working remotely or from home is the hours. If you're working on your own, there's a seeming benefit of having more flexibility. And that certainly is a plus, even for businesses. You want the most productive employee possible if they work better in the morning for example or at night what difference does it really make i have found that i still basically work the same hours i used to work seven to four in the office now i work seven to four at home pretty much the same routine we used to work at the same place and they were kind of flexible with hours you could start at six if you wanted to or you could come in at the usual nine I think most people fall into their normal place if they have the flexibility. Now, I know some jobs can't allow for certain options, but if you can, it's worth it. If you're an entrepreneur, what I find is that there are normal working hours, but you're pretty much on all the time. Responding to emails at 4 a.m. or 11 p.m., all kinds of things. So it's pretty much moot point anyway, but you do want to set scheduled hours. Number two, specific workspace. And another question is kind of where you work when you're at home. Should you set up an office so you can have your workspace and home space separate? I think for the most efficiency, it gets back to the individual. Some individuals need more separation, but I think others can get get by with working on the couch or the kitchen table. Uh, my wife, for example, likes her own office, and I can pretty much. On the other hand, I can pretty much work anywhere. I can work in an office, but I can get just as much work done at the table, the couch. We get to distractions next, and that plays a role in the workspace question. You have to be self-aware if you have the flexibility with your workspace. If you need it, then you need it. If you don't, then you should be just fine. Distractions. There can be lots of big and little distractions when working from home. I think it's the little things like tidying up around the house, taking a little extra time to make something delicious for lunch. The more I think about it, the more I realize that there just can't can be just as many little distractions in the office. coworkers coming to chat and that kind of thing. But it is important to recognize the script distractions in your home. Audit your time every three to six months. Take a day to really dive into every 15-minute segment of your work day at home. Obviously, there are benefits to working for, say, an hour and taking a break. But sometimes you can discover potential issues that are cutting into your efficiency at home. Number four, breaks. Recently, we have more information on work efficiency. One study found that it's best to work for 52 minutes, followed by a 17-minute break. Oddly, once I had the flexibility to work whenever whenever I wanted, I found myself kind of doing the same thing. For example, I had this title ready to go, and I created the content in about 50 minutes. And then I had another one or two lined up. And in the middle, kind of red, is a little break, just giving my brain a little rest. The trick is that when you're at home, you want to find your flow. And I find that if I start getting really involved in something for two plus hours, then I start getting diminishing returns. Find that point of no return and use that to set your own little breaks. Then obviously the other way, you need to start still get your work done. More on this in a little bit. Number five is communication, and this is where technology has really made it possible to work from home. Email, Skype, secure cloud access, and more. You can really work from just about anywhere. You can pretty much get set up even with basic technology right at your home. One note here that I would add is that you don't need to have anything too crazy as far as tech or software in order to work from home. Smartphone, free Skype, Google Drive. Not expensive, and it works just fine. There is a lot of software for just about everything today. I haven't found one that really saves all kinds of time because they all take up time in their own little ways. Number six is accountability. You have to be accountable to yourself when you're working from home. But I also think that you really have to be accountable even if you're in the office. I'm a believer that fraud always fails. If you're in the office and kind of using tricks and gimmicks to make it seem like you're being productive, That will eventually bite you at some point. And if you're not being accountable in the office, you're probably going to get fired. And the same will happen at home. If you're an entrepreneur, you don't really have a choice. No accountability means you're out of business. There really are no big secrets for working efficiently from home. The big thing is to be self-aware of how you work best, then making sure you have the flexibility to work within your best personal frame and space. Then it just comes down to accountability. If you're not getting the job done, you'll suffer. But if you're driven and accountable, you'll probably work really well right from your home.